Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. We talk about what we've run on, things that are foundational to our church. And one of them is, uh, it's centered around being owners. And uh, we say a lot of different things. We're owners, not renters. We, uh, we don't have members. We have owners, you know, the, because members have uh, rights and owners have responsibilities. You know, there's just all of these kind of things that go into it and, and why we talk about that. Um, and it's so important to have that mentality uh, in not just your church, but in your businesses, uh, in your family, that's important to have, you know, if you and your spouse are the only one that own everything and you're just, uh, and your kids think that um, they uh, just are there to be served instead of they own the house too, you know, like this, this goes into so much, because here's the thing, when you can successfully uh, cultivate ownership, you will kill entitlement and so many of us hate entitlement. Like every one of us can see entitlement in some areas of even maybe our own life, but we also are, we easily see it in other people's lives. And um, we're like, oh, that's, it's just not what we want. And you don't want that in church. You don't want that in your job. Um, and so I ran across this scripture and I, I want to talk about this for the next couple of minutes. John chapter 10, verse 11 it says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. A hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. He will abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him, and he isn't their shepherd. And so the wolf attacks them and scatters the flock. The hired hand runs away because he's working only for money and doesn't really care about the sheep. So uh, there's a difference between... Um, having an owner's heart and having a hired heart and, and understanding the difference between those is, is paramount if you want to um, ha- here's, here's a really good understanding of this if you want to be a leader who has people who are with you you have to understand this principle um, you, you've got to be able to understand what it means to have people who are just not there for themselves, but they're there for a higher purpose. They're there with you. Um, Owners of businesses, they have an owner's heart because they are the owner. Yes, yeah, easy, yeah, that's got it. It's pretty easy. Uh, the, The always the hard part of any owner of a business is who's gonna own this with me? So you talk about a serve team in church? Well, I if you lead that serve team, you own it because you you're you're the leader, you're the owner. Who's going to own it with you? That is that is a paramount question. That is like the top question. Who's going to own this with me? Because we don't do things on our alone. We we always are bringing people along. But it really matters what kind of attitude we're bringing in on our team, we're bringing inside our church, we're bringing inside our business, we're bringing 
inside our family, that attitude matters. Watson can't do too many things right now, but he can do some things. And so when he finishes dinner, we give him a job. Not because we couldn't do it, but because we want him to see, hey, own this, man. We're all in this together. We're not, you know, mom and dad aren't here just to come and on your beck and call and just, you know, you lift a finger and we run to you. That is not how this all works. We're all moving together. So I want you to push your chair over to where it needs to be. And you know that is your job every day. And, and as much as we can, trying to get him to think like that. It's hard because it's just a lot easier to try to do a bunch of stuff for him because we can do it faster and we can do it with no mess and we can do it with, you know, like it just let, but what that will do over time will create entitlement and not an owner heart. And so when I was reading through this, I was seeing some, uh, some bullet points of where you can actually see this is a hired heart. This is a hired heart. And so if you see that as a leader, you got to say, I got to attack that because I don't want that. Um, so hired hearts. Uh, so at the beginning here, it says a hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. So hired hearts run when it gets tough. When things get tough and people start leaving, you can see that's a hired heart. That is a hired heart. So in our own life, if things are tough and we feel like I want to run, I want to back away from this, We've got to check and say, do I have a hired heart or do I have an owner heart? Because an owner heart, when the wolf comes, does not run away but stays. But there is so many of us and there's so many times that we lead teams that when things get tough, we start running. Or we see people start running and we're thinking, I didn't sign up for this. So I'm out. That's a hired heart. There are going to be tough things that are going to come in your business. There's going to be tough things that are going to come in your family. There's going to be tough things that are going to come in your life. There's going to be tough things that are going to come in your church. And you're just going to have to decide as those tough things come, I'm not leaving because I own this thing. And I, I'm a part of this thing. And so when other friends leave, I'm still here. When other people leave, I'm still here. When other people decide, oh, it's easier over here, I'm still here. And at that moment, moment, that's when your heart changes from what I can get from this thing and what I can put into this thing. And you become this owner, this person that other people can look to and say, man, I, I, I can trust that person. Uh, a hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. He will abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him and he isn't their shepherd. Hired hearts will cut off relationships when they leave. Look, he abandons the sheep. Was he there not watching the sheep the whole time? Caring for them? Looking out for them? And all of a sudden, the moment that danger comes, he abandons them? 
I don't know about you, but there are times where you feel like, and I have felt like before, I thought we had a pretty tight relationship. I thought, I, I thought that we were sharing, like, our life together. I, I thought we were serving together. I thought we were running on this mission together. And then all of a sudden, something happened, and you just ghosted me? And you don't respond with text, and you don't come back with phone calls, and you don't tell me what's going on in your life, and all of a sudden, I might see some updates on Facebook about what's going on or hear from three other different people what's going on in your life because you left this relationship at a moment. So guess what? Hired heart. Hired. You were hired. And when the moment came up that it was too much for you and you weren't getting more out of this for yourself than you were putting in, guess what you did? You left. You abandoned. <clears throat> and, I, and I think all of us can understand this is how really healthy organizations, healthy churches run forward when we can spot this quick and say this isn't part of our culture. I'm, I'm sorry, this isn't a part of what, how we do things. We stick here when it's tough. We stick here when everybody else might leave. We stay here in relationship even when I don't want to call you back, I'm calling you back. Even when I don't want to text, I'm going to text. Even though we might have to have a conversation that might be a little awkward, I'm going to have the conversation. Why? Because I own this thing. I'm a part of this thing. I, I feel like I am, I, I'm just invested here. But a hired heart, they just run. They abandon. And, and how many of us have tried to help other people see, hey, this is just a part of leadership, but it still hurts. It, it, leadership is, is hard just by itself. But adding people's disappointment on top of that can really start messing with you. But can I just also encourage all of us? We're all going to see the differences between owners and hired hands. You're always going to have to deal with this. Our job is to how to sift through it quickly and get the owners where they need to be and get the hired hands on the way out. So I don't need, I don't need that in our culture. I don't need I don't need that in our church. I don't I don't I, we can't move forward when a bunch of people are entitled and say I'm only here for what I can get. And if I don't get it, then I I'm going somewhere else. That that won't work in a business, it won't work in a church, it won't work in a family. Uh, okay, look at this one. This is the next one. Uh, he will abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him and he isn't their shepherd. And so the wolf attacks them, the sheep, and scatters the flock. You can definitely see the aftermath of a hired heart because the ones they lead will scatter once they leave. So in a church context, I'll just speak for a church context, if you got a funky connect group leader, say bye-bye to their connect group. 
they just, you, you can see the aftermath. The Bible said that, oh, the wolf attacks and scatters the flock. See, owners have some way of, even if they go into a different ministry or even if they go into a different job or even if they go into a different place, guess what? The people that they led are still planted in that place and still honor and still love and still great and this is awesome and we love this thing and we, that, that's an owner heart. You can see the leftover from an owner heart after an owner might go to, because everybody has to move sometimes. Just when you have an owner heart doesn't mean that so you're going to stay in one place forever, uh, forever and ever and ever. There, there are times you have transition in your life, but in those times of transition, you got to make sure that the, the wake of your transition uh, really shows your owner heart yeah. instead of a hired heart. Because if you have a hired heart, the people that you left, they just scatter. I, um, uh, once when I left um, a church to take another position as a youth pastor, I left the church before, um, and uh, I was still connected with a lot of families and a lot of people. Um, I... I really could look at my leadership back then and see holes in it. And one of them was I started getting phone calls from some of the families and kids saying, it's just not the same. You're not here anymore. We don't know what we're going to do. We're just so sad. And some of that's just relational. Like, you know, you work through that. But some of it fed my heart and made me feel better about who I was and made me feel like, oh, see, look, 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 at, look, at, what they, look at what they don't have now. That, that was the darkest part of my heart. And I just want to tell you that that stuff is poison. Because you are leading people to you and you're not leading people to the house and you're not definitely not leading people to Jesus. And so if you have to move from some different ministry or some different thing, hopefully the people that you lead will step up in your absence and say, man, we're here. This is awesome. We're blessing you on your way to doing what you're doing, but we're so excited about what's happening here. That is an owner heart instead of a hired heart where you leave and everybody just scatters. It's like, I'm not going to be here. All right, last, last one. Um, and so the wolf attacks him and scatters the flock, and the hired hand runs away because he's working only for the money, doesn't really care about the sheep. So hired hearts only, only are moved by compensation, not compassion. Compensation. Their hired hearts are only moved by what's in it for me. Compensation. Not compassion or what's in it for them. And so you, as a leader, you want people who are owners who are moved by compassion. What's in it for them? What's in it for them? 
what's in it for them. I'm here for them. I'm it. So you come to church. You're not here for a word for you, or you're not here for what anybody can look for. You come to church, and you're like, what's in it for them? 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 And you, that's how you become an owner. You start looking around, and you're like, and you see other people, and you see, how can I help them? How can I stand in the gap for them? How can I be somebody who protects them? How can I reach out and help that family? How can I reach out and help? That is an owner heart. A hired heart is one like, hey, what's going to, is this going to be a good service for me? I wish he would preach a little bit more like this. I wish he would have this kind of worship song that, that would be going. I wish they would have kids ministry that would be like this. I wish they would have this kind of stuff that would be online. I wish they would have this kind of stuff that they would talk about. I wish they would have Sunday school. I wish they wouldn't have Sunday school. I wish they would have Bible studies. I wish they would have these kind of connect groups. I wish they would have this. And it goes down a laundry list of ideas and things that they think, man, I wish, I wish, I wish. But it just starts to show it's a hired heart because it's more about compensation. It's more about what I can get from me. And and, and if you let that stuff get into your leader. Now, now listen, we're going to have tons of people that are going to come into our church that have that kind of understanding because they're new and they don't know anything better. And they, they're coming and they're like, man, just help me out. My kids are going crazy. I'm going crazy. I, I just need something to help me. We are here for them. But that at some point's got to change as you come in closer as a leader and you start shifting how you look at things. And now it's not about what you can do for me or what can happen and what how my life gets better. Now it's like how I can help you and how I can pour into you and how I can pour into every single person in this room and how I can help every person in our church. And now it's not about a role that you play on Sunday morning. What it is, is where do you need me the most? That's where God's called me. Wherever there's the biggest hole, that's where I'm supposed to be. So it's not about my ability. It's not about what I need or anything like that. I see you. I don't see me. I don't see what I need. I don't need compensation. I'm moved by compassion. And you have this owner mentality that looks around the room, and this is what every single church can move forward with, every single business can move forward with. When you've got a bunch of owners that say, I'm not in this for me. I'm, I'm here for, for every single other person here. I'm owning this thing. And I'm praying that we can continue to build this in our staff, in our leaders, Every time we come together for huddle on Sunday morning, every time that we get together in teams and different places that we're meeting and worship and uh, practices and team huddles with kids and all of these different places, I am praying that that owner heart just starts growing more and more and more and more. And, uh, and, and just a hired heart, we really see it real quick. We're like, ah, that's just not how we do things here. It's just, it's not how it runs. And so um, praying for all of us so we can help and, and lead ourselves that way too. Because this stuff can come in quick, you know. All, you know, you can feel like you're an owner and then all of a sudden you're just like, please just bring stuff just to make me happy. You know, like all of us fight those little uh, impulses. And so we're praying that um, all of that continues to move forward. We can be the owners that God's called us to be. 
Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.